0: Hello and welcome to the Yock Ray podcast. If you have an interest in real estate, this is the pod for you. I am Yock Ray and my goal is to pull back the curtain and share with everyone what the real estate business really consists of, not just what you see on television shows. I'm based out of Metro Atlanta, but through the course of this adventure, I will bring in guests from around the country. My goal here is to entertain you and maybe even add some value to your life. So enough with the pleasantries, let's get into it. Today's guest is Bob Clarkson with Century Twenty One Connect Realty. Bob is one of the most successful real estate agents in all of Georgia, and has been the number one ranked salesman in his office for the past four years. And get this, Bob is only thirty years old. Bob, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, I have to ask, how is a thirty-year-old kicking everybody's butt in this industry? I mean, do you have some sort of magic beans? I mean,
1: what gives? <laughs> I wish, I wish there was a magic bean, but no. I, you know, really, it comes down to a lot of hard work. Um, I was very fortunate to be raised here in Atlanta, so I do have a lot of connections. I'm very involved in the community, um, but at the end of the day, you know, it comes down to hard work, staying in, in touch with your, your clients, your customers, and just taking care and helping people. That's right. And I
0: think Mike says, you know, if your goal is to help people, inevitably, you will be successful. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So, in the past four or five years, you've bought and sold probably more, more real estate than most agents do in their lifetime, which is kind of unbelievable. You're also an Atlanta native. With that being said, how strong do you feel our market
1: is at this moment? Considering the circumstances, uh, and even if you compare the market to to 2019, 2018, the market is still very strong. The market, uh, you know, it's a supply and demand game, and the supply is low and the demand is high. And as long as that's gonna be the case, uh, the market will continue to stay strong. Houses will continue to sell. Obviously, a little bit different uh, than previous years, but uh, the the market is still very, very strong. And from everything that I've seen, prices have actually creeped up a little bit instead of going down.
0: Right. And to your point, supply and demand, there's a lot more people that want to move into this exactly. area than new houses being built or people moving out. But
1: there's not enough houses for the buyers to look at right now. That's the, that's the issue that we run into.
0: So, I mean, we're supposed to have what six months of inventory to be in a neutral market. Right. What what are we looking at now? We're
1: looking at less than three months inventory on the market. Wow. So less than half.
0: Oh boy. Okay. Well, since most of your business comes from the listing side, tell me why does somebody need a Bob Clarkson to help sell their house? I mean. I can go to Lowe's. I can buy for sale by owner sign, <laughs> stick it in my front yard. I can go to Zillow. I can make a listing. Um, I mean, is that enough to get top dollar? I mean, right there on the Zestimate, it says or Zestimate, however you say it, it <laughs> says my house is worth three hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars. That's it, right?
1: Yeah. Again, I wish I wish it was that easy, right? You know, if you're if you're just going to Lowe's and buying the sign, that's a little bit different than you know going and actually selling real estate. And if you're looking to sell your property for top dollar. You can sell it yourself, I'll tell people that every day. You can sell the house yourself. The question is, is it worth paying the real estate agents the commission to potentially make more money? And nine times out of 10, if you list your house with a professional agent, you're gonna walk away from the closing table with more money, your house will be on the market less days, you'll have to deal with less showings, And there will be less stress involved Mm -hmm. so not only is it is it the money that's important but it's also um, the ease of a transaction uh, the communication of a transaction so you know what's going on because moving is stressful right and uh, you you need somebody who's in your corner who's on your side uh, to make sure that the transaction goes well and you know what's going on at all times
0: right any I've always, you know, we look at the math, what NAR puts out there, and I think they say on average, somebody that uses a realtor gets somewhere between 7 and 9% more money for their house than somebody who doesn't. Right. And if you're paying a realtor 6% to sell your house, you're still in the plus. So it's a, I mean, I hate to look at it and say it's a free service, but at the end of the day, people, for some reason, consumers don't want to look at it that way. If I could tell you, pay me you know, pay the commission to get a few percent more for the sale of your house. It's math that makes sense.
1: It, it 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 is math that makes sense, and I think the hard part, and I and I struggle with this too. You know, if you're selling a three hundred thousand dollar house, and you hear that the real estate commission is going to be eighteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars, you think that's a lot of money, and it is a lot of money. I, I'm the first to say that. Uh, the question is, can can we sell the house for nineteen thousand dollars more? Right. And if we can make you one thousand dollar more is it worth it right
0: and take care of most of the stress all the other work exactly involved absolutely and the time of it and I mean, the time exactly time is money for a lot of people you not i mean most people especially if they've already purchased something else right you know two mortgage payments is not something i haven't met a person that likes two mortgage payments
1: no i haven't either <laughs> well fair enough
0: so now i want to talk about you know again as we're talking about people that are selling I, Let's go into some of the bigger pitfalls that a seller falls into when they're trying to sell their home. Pricing seems to be one of the biggest deals. How critical is it that a seller prices their property properly if they need
1: to move fairly quickly? I mean, price is vitally important. When I'm I'm talking to my clients, there, there are three things that we talk about, price the time frame and then the condition of the home because those are the biggest three factors um, price can sell anything right you can lower the price and the house will sell quick but it also depends on the seller's time frame mm-hmm. so if you are looking to sell the house quick one strategy is to lower the price and get multiple offers and you'll sell the house quick some sellers say hey I'm, I'm more concerned about how much I walk away from the closing table with I'm willing to take a little bit longer to sell the house as long as I can walk away with more money. So, you know, pricing is vitally important. You don't want to be the house that sits on the market for a long time. You don't want to be the house that continues to, to drop the price. But at the end of the day, if a buyer is interested in your home and they see the value at the price that you're asking, they will make you an offer. So price is important. Um, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of buyers out there and our job is to find somebody who's willing to pay the price that you want. Right. So you were, you mentioned something about overpricing a house. So mm-hmm. if you, if you overprice
0: a house, let's just say comparables in the, in the neighborhood, say $300,000 right? and you put it out there for three thirty, right? and it sits out on the market. The house is in great condition. Um, may not, you know, the market has to this point really hasn't said that it's a $330,000 house sure. and it sits out there a long time. How does that impact do, 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 buyers become a little skittish to a house that's been on the
1: market 60, 90 days? I mean, right. how does that work? Uh, you know, do they get skittish? Probably not skittish, but do they ask about it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So if we're working with the buyer and they see a house has been on the market, they say, Hey, can you check on this house? And they'll, we'll try to see if there's any, been any previous contracts, see if maybe there was an inspection or an appraisal issue. So the buyers aren't skittish, but they're concerned. Right. And when you're bringing a buyer out to a house when they're concerned, that's not the best mindset that you want your potential buyer to be in. You want them to be excited and eager to buy your house quickly.
0: Right. Now, that, that makes perfect sense. Now... Before this you had mentioned, you know, the condition of a house, right? Should a seller instantly start Investing money back into their home to get it ready to sell. I mean new paint new carpet
1: things like that. Are they worth doing? uh, You know just so here here's my opinion on on that Um, We are in a seller's market. So today my my advice would be do you have to uh, paint and put in new carpet no because we're in a seller's market today. Maybe in a different year when we're in a buyer's market, yes, putting in carpet and paint would would help the house sell. Um, if, you're, if you're selling a house today and you do put in new carpet, new flooring, new paint, et cetera, what that will do is that will help sell the house faster. Um, don't necessarily make a lot more money out of that because mm-hmm. those are more cosmetic. Um, will it help the house sell faster? Yes, absolutely. Can you sell your house as is in today's market? Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. So I guess it's
1: working with the seller, figuring out, you know, how quickly do they want to move and, and if they're willing to invest, I mean, painting and carpet, that, that could be eight, eight ten thousand $10,000 on your average house. Sure. Some people don't want to spend eight to $10,000 if they know they don't necessarily need to. Right. Cause another option, uh, you know, is you, you put the house on the market and sell it as is. And if, Buyers want an allowance, quote unquote, uh, for some painting for some carpet. That might be easier to negotiate then than to try to negotiate that up front.
0: And I guess your job as as their agent representing the seller is to have the conversation of, "Hey, this is probably going to come up. That way, it's on the table, exactly. and the seller knows." Hey, you the you know the paint on the exterior is in poor condition. The carpet is bad. Right. That is going to be a problem. Let's address it when we need to. But everybody exactly. being open and honest about. You know the shortcomings of the of the of the home
1: right. that needs to be on the table. It does, and that's you know that's another thing that we we try to help with is we we typically know what's going to come next. So you know our advice to a seller would be, hey, this might come up, so let's budget for it now. So when it does come up, we're not taken off guard by it, and right. you're you've already. a lot of the amount of money that you need to so you can move forward with the transaction and not necessarily come out of pocket gotcha makes perfect sense
0: now you do sell a wide spectrum of houses everything from investment properties that need some renovation to you know homes well over a million dollars and one day we were talking about a couple properties that had been that were quite frankly just sitting on the on the market a little longer than we thought. Right. And you had told me something that has really stuck with me that price fixes everything. It's so simple yet so true. I, explain to everyone what you mean by when you say price fixes everything.
1: Well, you know, at the end of the day the buyer needs to see the value in the property and price will fix that issue, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So if the buyer sees a value in a property at this price, they'll, they're they willing to pay that price as the seller willing to come down. Right. And you know that's, that's the toughest thing that we deal with, right? Mm-hmm. Getting mm-hmm. buyers and sellers to agree to a price. Um, but price, if you're willing to lower your price or you need to sell the house quick, price will sell the house, mm-hmm. period, the end of story. Right. So if you've got the
0: ugliest house on the block in the worst condition, if it's priced right, it it will sell. sell. It will sell 100%. Yeah. Well, that makes perfect sense. And it kind of ties back to what we were talking about. If you know your house needs new carpet or new paint, price it accordingly. Exactly. You know, it may not be a $300,000 house. It may be, you know, a $290,000 house. And then, boom, you 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 know, you find the middle ground. And the
1: opposite way, too. If you do have, you know, new high-quality flooring updated kitchen updated you know bathrooms then the price can go up
0: right 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 well last question from a residential standpoint what is the hardest piece of real estate to find here in metro atlanta
1: well you know this just like i do right i mean we we have so many buyers that are looking to get in kind of the northern part of of metro atlanta and some are first-time home buyers but the average price that they're looking to get in is 250 to 350. And what we're seeing is houses that are coming on the market in that price point. They are selling faster than we can get them on the market. So, from a consumer perspective, those are the hardest houses to find right now. Two hundred and fifty to three hundred and fifty. Uh, anything under two hundred and fifty, you you can keep on the market these days. Um, so, it's a good problem to have, right. obviously, but at the same time, you know, it's it's driving the prices up. Sure. Faster and faster and faster. What, what sort of advice,
0: okay, what sort of advice would you give your, a buyer that you're working with that is looking to buy something in that price point? I mean, how would you, how would you get them in the game? Because I hear it's, you know, a lot of investors are ready. I mean, right. what's the best
1: way to go after those
0: type of properties?
1: Well, uh, well I mean, what, what you have to tell your clients and, and it's hard to have the conversation, but you got to make the decision quickly. Mm-hmm and when a house comes on the market that is priced to sell and in good condition that's under 350, uh, if it, I, I'm telling my clients we need to go look at it as soon as it comes on the market. Whether it's at seven o'clock at night or nine o'clock the next morning, um, you gotta go look at the property quick, you gotta be one of the first ones to get an offer in um, because there's still plenty of multiple offer situations. So you just, as a buyer, you need to be ready to act quick Need to have your financing in line, and um, you just need to be be ready to go. So the more preparation you do up front, the more prepared you're going to be when the house does come on the market. Right. Because the I, house hunting is the fun part, right? Right. The financing and everything else that goes along with it—that's not the fun part. So knock that out up front.
0: Sure. So moral of the story: if you if you want to sleep in it, you can't sleep on it. Nope. Exactly. Right. Perfect. <laughs> Well, Bob, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to talk with us. I'm sure this information will be helpful to some of our listeners. Thank everyone for listening. If you have any real estate questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me via Facebook at North Atlanta Homes or my website at YachtRealty.com. Have a great week. And again, thanks for listening to the Yacht Realty Podcast.